0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Conscious 8 Podcast, where Philip and Mark talk about stuff we find interesting. Mark. What's going on? Not much, bro. Back again, what, what? Back again. Episode 4, hey. Episode 4 for 420. Happy 420, bro.
1: Happy 420 to you too, bro.
0: Um, To everybody else though, too. So in in this forced dyad. I think you're a bit more of the expert on this than I am. Okay. Um,
1: where did 420 start? There's, like, there's, like, a couple different theories. There's one theory that I know that there was apparently these, uh, like, these group of people. I don't know who it was. A group of people that would meet at this part of a town behind this, like, uh, statue or something like that. Mm-hmm every day at 4.20.
0: <laughs> really? So,
1: like, the cops, like, learned that they show up there and they did this huge raid and <laughs> arrested hilarious. a bunch of them. So, like I 420
0: think... 4.20 p.m.? Or was it, like, a, like, a.m. thing? Like, it was, like, a...
1: I can't really see people smoking weed at 4.20 a.m. I mean, yeah, I can. I've done it myself, but... <laughs> um, hilarious. I believe it was... Let's actually fat check, fact check this. Fact check fat. this. Oh, wow. There's <laughs> fat shaming people already on 4.20? <laughs> Four Twenty Origin Story. <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah, because it's funny. Like growing up on the on the island, obviously, like there's the grass culture and the weed
1: culture here on the island forever. Exactly, and like have, one of the biggest ones in the world.
0: Yeah, like well, with our you know our, the Discovery Islands and then the islands just right off the coast where we live and stuff. It's like legit draft dodgers, like yeah. Salt Spring, all these other ones. Quadra Cortez, Cortez is
1: well known for it. So, isn't a, there like a big hippie community on Cortez?
0: Yeah, well, historically, because it kind of was a weird, like, it's, it's kind of a funny island because it started out, same with Quadra. Um, so one of the, for our millions of fans, one of, I guess they call it the Discovery Islands. Mm-hmm. Um, so around, like, kind of north of Vancouver Island. It, they kind of started as, like, fishing and logging communities. Okay. And then in, like, the 50s and 60s, there was the whole, like, kind of back to the earth movement. Live off the land, like post
1: World War Two. Yeah, that yeah.
0: kind of stuff. And then in the '60s, the counterculture. Yeah, there was like an explosion here on Vancouver Island mm-hmm. and in the smaller islands off, off the coast. Um, so also for our fans, if if you Google Vancouver Island, there's like the Salish Sea. It's called now. Yeah, which I think historically it was always called the Johnson Strait because mm-hmm. a like, you know white like guy came and said hey. <laughs> No one lives here. I'm gonna name this after myself. <laughs> Nobody has
1: ever been here I'm before name me. this
0: giant body water the Johnson Strait, like Captain Johnson. What do you do? He's like, shut up. But um, so the Salish Sea, Vancouver Island. There's all these islands, and yeah, there was like, so Cortez very much became very counterculture 60s. Lots of people moved. Vancouver had a really big, yeah, kind of like counterculture movement in the 60s and 70s, and a lot of them, from my understanding, a lot of them moved to these smaller
1: islands. I feel like that's what's happening now too. Oh yeah. It's like still a huge like movement of like people that work and live their whole lives in in Vancouver and then they just like move to the island afterwards. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that since I've been here. uh,
0: Yeah. I think the North Island itself, uh, a couple of years ago, they were projecting like 1.6% or some growth and it's like 2%. I know. Which is huge. That's like 2000 people a year. It's ridiculous.
1: (laughs) That's a lot of people. Hey, I'm one of them.
0: Yeah, I'm true. one of
1: the yeah. newcomers.
0: But you're like working age. A lot of the people you're talking about are like nothing against it because it is some money coming up to the North Island, but it's like paper millionaires who are retired. Exactly. So it's like buying houses service. on no look. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 It's 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 kind of scary to be honest. Um, anyway, the 420 this and this does say apparently in 1971 – Five high school students in San Rafael, California, hmm, used nice. the term "420" in connection with a plan to search for an abandoned. One second. Um, mine. Wow! I just an lost abandoned it. mine. <laughs> uh, abandoned cannabis crop, oh. based on a treasure map made by the grower, calling themselves the Waldos.
0: That sounds awesome. Uh, that sounds like a like the Goonies almost. But yeah, like, exactly, but real. But like, yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, Because their typical hangout spot was a wall outside the school, the five students, whatever their names, designated the Louis Pasteur Pasteur, statue on the grounds of San Rafael High School as their meeting place and 4.20 p.m. as their meeting time. Basically, what happened, it evolved into a code word for Mm. smoking. Interesting. And like gathering and stuff, yeah, like yeah. That, California in the,
0: the '70s, so that was probably like right in that height, that first run of that same as here culture. yeah, yeah. The West Coast, that's so funny, man. Yeah, yeah. You growing up, you always you always heard it, and it was like, um, either the time or the day and stuff, and and <laughs> so it's funny that it's like this giant international thing now,
1: like a holiday. <laughs> yeah. There was a <laughs> San Francisco does like this huge uh, celebration of 420. Oh, really? And they'll have like thousands thousands of people like on this uh like main square or whatever mm-hmm. like the streets and they'll all light up the joint at exactly at 4 20 p.m <laughs> there's like thousands of people with joints like smoking man. the whole sky is just like yeah. haze
0: well san francisco i think it's like hate hate ashbury i okay. think that's like kind of where the whole counterculture started yeah like the, what we would call the hippies yeah i think it kind of started in san francisco so didn't you say they were in north california yeah, 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 yeah. So that's kind of probably in seventy one. Yeah, that'd be right in that that time frame of that. What a time to be alive, hey? <laughs> yeah, imagine being like twenty. Like you're
1: at the beginning of the movement. Yeah. But to be fair, like I kind of felt like that the same because um, I used to manage a cannabis store mm. in Saskatoon. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we were like the second store to open up in the whole province, and the first store to that's open wild. up in all of Saskatoon. Wow. And uh, we had this, like, whole three-week preparation thing of it, like, opening for the first time. Like, people <laughs> coming into a legal cannabis store for yeah, yeah. the first time ever. So, was it,
0: like, right at right when the government was making it legal? Or was it, like, the yeah. first legal non-government
1: store? No, it was legal government. Like, once the government made it legal, yeah, that's when it opened up, like, a couple months after that. Because, mm. like, the... The I don't know if it still works like this, but like the way that it worked, you had to apply for a license. Okay. And then there would all there would be all these applications and only like mm. thirty nine of them in Saskatchewan in the first wave for the whole province were yeah, allowed yeah. to open. Which probably for like probably like a liquor store,
0: like Basically, to, uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Sim- really similar regulations. Yeah, wow. Well. And uh but yeah, like we opened up and people coming in for the first time and we had these like little uh, I'm showing with my hands right now how it
0: looks. He's making like a tin. Like a a tin, tin basically
1: a see-through little plastic tin, therefore not a tin. Uh,
0: (laughs) Like a Tupperware container?
1: Kind of, yeah, basically, but like harder plastic, right? And Mm. it had a little magnifying glass built into the top. And you could open the little flap and smell the buds that are in the little container. Yeah, And like yeah and we were like the first ones in the province to do it wow uh to do this thing where you were able to come in look at the cannabis look at it in this tin because you weren't yeah. allowed to touch it oh. but uh you could look at it uh check out the trichomes and like uh, all the little crystals that are on the bud itself
0: okay wait what's a tri? what's a trichome
1: trichome is uh basically you know like when people say like oh this stuff's really sticky like mm. sticky weed mm-hmm. and like um uh, Like Snoop would go, yo yo, sticky icky, son. I- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um trichomes, it's basically I'm gonna explain this super bro science. Like I don't know the actual terms, I don't remember Love them. I science. did learn them. Um
0: I've never even heard the term trichome before.
1: Yeah, when you look at them, it's basically where all the THC is stored oh. on the bud itself. Yeah. Like uh the highest concentration of it is in the trichomes themselves. Dang. Um basically how it looks like under the microscope when you look, or even under a magnifying glass you can see it huh. is um just looks like little teardrops. Really? Looks like a little teardrop that's like but it's sticking up. Wow. Because it's like on the plant and it like goes all the ways around it. Dang. And it's like a little teardrop, and that's how you can tell if your cannabis is cured properly. What? If Seriously? It, if it grew for too long? Holy because bad if when it's when that little trichome tier is really clear yeah that means it's perfect oh. but they can get like they can get uh like uh smudgier they can get like darker and it looks like almost foggy in there really that means that like the either the cannabis was too wet and it didn't dry properly holy you can also look at them like on the plant before you harvest the plant wow um but yeah that's basically what holds it that's really and cool then, about- There's this whole other like branch of it is that in the trichomes themselves, Mm -hmm. there's this thing called terpenes and terpenes is basically, basically like flavor profiles. Wow. But also terpenes are like a different, different terpenes will do different things. For example, like there's, there's specific cannabis strains that you can buy that have a certain terpene, uh, like, uh, profile, like a profile. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So wait, you said different flavor profiles. So what would be like, what would be some of the more popular profiles like flavor profiles?
1: Yeah. So, so like the most famous one would be like limonene, limonene, which is like obviously going to smell citrusy, uh, because limon, lemon, limon, we say lim- limun on Croatian actually for lim- really? for lemon, yeah. Dang. Um, limonene is gonna be uh, yeah like more citrusy strains. Most likely find on sativas. So that would be like the actual taste, like when you inhale it. it would yeah, you would taste definitely the- taste the citrus. Dang. Wow. And dependent on like how dominant the limonene is in the terpene profile on that yeah. bud, that's how much you can taste of it. There's like myrcene, which is most most commonly found in like indica plants, caryophylline, linalool <laughs> linalool like there, there's a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Humulene is a really popular one because it's found in like really heavy indica strains. Mm. Um, and you know like how indica sativa hybrid how like yeah, yeah. indica everybody calls it like in the couch. Yeah, that's uh, what I was gonna say. I've always
0: <clears> heard of like indica like going back to the Snoop references like. Snoop like yo 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 what's up so? mm. like the that chill kind of like couch weed and then sativa is more like the, more like energetic yeah like this stereotypical creative type like exactly smoke and you know smoke some uh, sativa Bob Ross. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a happy little tree right here
1: happy little tree yeah.
0: there's no accidents
1: uh, <laughs> just happy little whatever's um but yes indica and sativa two basically main ones the thing that I find is that. With sativas, yes, that initial rush is like much stronger, and you definitely feel more energetic. Mm-hmm. But the crash after a sativa really? high is like way worse. At least for myself, everybody's different, mm-hmm. right? I mostly smoke indicas. Well, actually, only smoke indicas. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll go with like indica sativa hybrids, but always indica dominant hybrids.
0: Where would you want to like do the hybrid, like in a in like a social setting? yeah like, like a bit of an upper kind of thing.
1: exactly it's mm-hmm. like a bit of an upper and a bit of a, like it takes the edge off yeah um also for like hikes oh cool yeah because yeah, like, like that. one time we went for a hike at uh, elk falls here yeah and uh like
0: the suspension bridge
1: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <man>. and
0: <laughs> i know i think i know where this is going by the
1: way guys elk falls is this uh like is it a provincial park
0: uh yeah i think it's a small little one because it's mostly just the falls yeah and exactly it's by, and
1: like, it's BC these hydro. like beautiful falls and this huge like um uh, Hanging bridge. Yeah, suspension bridge. Suspension bridge that you walk across to the other side of the cliff. And you can see it's
0: like a great it's like a great bridge so you can exactly. see through you can see and through and through the sides over like a hundred foot yeah canyon.
1: man first time i yeah. went i like shit myself oh it's scary yeah it's legit scary I don't. now people, i'm kind of okay with it but i still don't yeah. like it i know people who just le- can't, like legit can't walk over that bridge. yeah my dad goes and like sits down yeah. and like has yeah. a cigarette on the the
0: waterfalls too um because bc hydro controls the flow yeah yeah the so they can let it, it like rip and you can go and you get out of the car in the little parking lot. And the siren. And it's like. Yeah. You can hear the water. It's
1: wild. And once yeah. the the dam siren starts going yeah. off, it's like fucking terrifying. Yeah. GTFO. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: if, if um, the town we live in, if this dam we're talking about ever went, the town we live in would be destroyed yeah because <laughs> it's like we would be fucked it's like 300 feet above the town exactly
1: <laughs> perfectly placed above the town yeah.
0: it's like we wanted a batman supervillain to come and like yeah fucking get we're
1: fine him. here on a hill though
0: <laughs> yeah that's true yeah and it's, we also live like what 500 feet well from we're the looking
1: at the ocean and the mountains right from where we're doing the podcast yeah lots anyway, of guys. drainage here on the island yeah <laughs> okay um, so you went for a hike uh, yes, went for a hike and like went and bought this uh, pre-roll joint and it was a sativa, mm. and I smoked the whole thing. It was like a half a gram joint, and I was blasted out of my mind. <laughs> and like we went there and it was like such a sensory overload oh. with like the huge trees, the water, the people, the wow. fucking dogs. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, man, it was like insane. And like when it, when I do get like that on sativas, I went with my wife and my sister and. I was just like, okay, like you guys need to give me like fifteen like minutes. Almost things, like anxiety. Was, yeah, yeah, basically like paranoid, anxiety, almost but like it's like paranoid. I feel fine in that, yeah. but like I need alone time for like fifteen mm. minutes until it wears off. Yeah, yeah. So I just went and sat on a bench and like stared at the grass for fifteen minutes, nice. and yeah. then I was fine. Um, That's funny. Yeah, but what I was saying, yeah, about sativas and indicas, and then the hybrids, um, is that yeah, it really does matter, uh, but. With the terpenes, Mm -hmm. the terpene profile can actually like, it affects you a lot. It's really really what gets you high is the terpenes themselves, like affecting your body in different ways. So like certain terpenes, like limonene and caryophyllene that are found, um,
0: And these things contain mostly the THC, right?
1: Yes. Like they're like in the trichomes. Oh, okay. So terpenes are in the trichomes and they're the ones that give the flavor. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Uh, So like you can get certain terpene profiles that like will make you like not have munchies. Really? Yeah. Like you buy (laughs) certain, uh, because (laughs) certain terpenes, they're also used in like medicinal ways outside of the weed mm -hmm. with no THC in them.
0: Like pre-legalization for our, our international listeners. Canada legalized marijuana like
1: four years ago. About four years ago, yeah, yeah. So
0: the government, our federal government, is basically a dealer. Basically a dealer. <laughs> they have yeah. Government THC stores. They Canada saw stores. the potential and yeah.
1: basically went in and took it. Yeah. Which is really cool. Like, it is and it isn't. It is because like it's such like a historic mm-hmm. thing that like for example today like today, right after work, I went to the weed store mm-hmm. and bought myself a little disposable pen yeah. with like pure 85% THC mm-hmm. extract in it.
0: From the provincial government.
1: From the provincial government. <laughs> yeah, and they're the cheapest
0: dealer pretty, out there cool. too.
1: Yep. I went and bought that. And I also bought this like big one gram joint that's wrapped in chamomile leaf. A one gram joint. Big one gram joint. Like yes, a it's... A coner? Like a, a yeah. Yeah, It's basically like awesome. a blunt, right? Holy shit. But it's wrapped in chamomile leaf. So it's like it's getting really cool and fancy. Yeah, yeah. Like the fact that it's just available. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I said, I I said when it, when it,
0: uh, I was always in favor of legalization. In hindsight, maybe, I don't know, you obviously know way more about this
1: than me, but in hindsight, like maybe decriminalization would have been better than full legalization. Well, that was actually up to the provinces. Oh, okay. Like in 2018, when weed became legal. Uh, it was already decriminalized in BC. Oh, I didn't know so, that. So, like, before 2018, before it became legal, um I was ordering my stuff online. Okay. And it was that illegal everywhere. Yeah. But it was decriminalized, decriminalized from the province that you're ordering from. Okay. So, mm. like, yeah, and that was a trip, too. I started smoking when I was, like, like 21. Mm. It was the first time I tried it. And, man, the first, like,
0: first... Yeah, people don't seem to have good times on the first, first Yeah, lines. first month like and green, a half. greening out, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, out. I was just going to say, like, I've greened out like, shit, like 8 or 10 times. Well, let's say. In well, that first what, month and a half. For
0: people who don't know, what is greening out?
1: Greening out is basically when you start feeling too high. And not necessarily because you smoke too much, but your tolerance is low. Oh, okay. And yeah, that makes a sense. really cool fact about this is that. Every single mammal on this planet has cannabinoid receptors in their mm. body. And they're yep. everywhere. They're all over your body, in your brain, in your lungs, mm. in your liver, in your stomach. Mm-hmm. So any living being, any mammal that would intake THC would get effects of it. So they would That's get awesome. high. So, so like a
0: bear could be out there.
1: Bear could be out there. You give him an edible. <laughs> you give him an edible and he'll be high as fuck. Wow. Yeah. He'll That's be awesome. tripping. he's like yo bro I was gonna eat you but (laughs) this honey smells fucking good right now he's
0: like bro like have you ever thought about what it's like not to be a bear and you're like I'm not a bear bro but I'm with you (laughs) 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 yeah well again you know growing up here on Vancouver Island we all it's just it was so readily available man like you'd pinch stuff off of like parents and they wouldn't even know their stash has been so we were like 14 15 16 17 and just like sneaking out getting like four of us greening out like a motherfucker right (laughs) because we didn't know exactly it was like illegal back then right and so when we were teenagers and just yeah the greening out is like you know staring at a light for an hour and just
1: you see hoping
0: the anxiety passes (laughs) you see
1: like yes the anxiety part is 100 percent there but like I don't associate greening out with anxiety. Interesting. Yeah. When I feel like I'm going to green out, basically what I, where I was going with the cannabinoid receptors, mm-hmm. you can fill them all up. You can open all of them. Really? And you can, all the receptors are active. Hmm. So therefore, your system gets overloaded. Oh, basically, okay. what happens is that your head starts feeling heavy. And all of a sudden, this dizziness come in, comes oh, okay. in, where you're like unable to look down with your eyes or up, and everything is really dizzy. And from the dizziness itself is why you puke. Oh. It's almost like you get seasick from smoking too much. Damn, dude. Yeah. yeah.
0: So literally all of the receptors in your body are jam-packed Active, with yes. THC. Yeah,
1: so basically, wow. like you will always hear, like, and I always say this too is like when you're smoking with people that smoke heavily mm-hmm. and you smoke like 2 3 joints in a oh night and you can't even imagine <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you get to that third joint and you go and smoke the fourth one you can't get higher anymore oh, okay you yeah, reach
0: like a threshold yeah, yeah and
1: then to tie that back into there are certain terpenes that you can buy in liquid form that you can smell you smell them and they reset your cannabinoid receptors. Damn! Holy shit! Yeah, certain certain terpenes. That, do you know how that happens? Um, I don't know the scientific yeah, yeah. like exactly what happens, but like, yeah. cause they use them for like massages and stuff mm, like that, and okay. like as topicals yeah. as terpenes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you smell them and they will like reset your terpene. Re- yeah. uh, sorry, your cannabinoid receptors. It must
0: be. It's funny you say that because when I asked that and you started answering. There's a phenomenon of like, you know, professional eater or not, I guess not professional eaters, but
1: yeah, professional eaters guys
0: who try to eat the most, whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They'll do this thing where it's like, I heard heard it on past. I can't remember what the podcast was, but like, um, Adam eats everything was like one, he would go around do different food challenges. What he would do is if he was doing like a sweet challenge, Mm -hmm. he would be eating like, you know, oh, you gotta eat a buck, like a literally like a four gallon thing of ice cream. When he was starting to get full and get sick, he would ask for a plate of fries or something salty. And he would start eating. So, like, it, it seems completely counterintuitive. Um, he, so, he'd be super full of ice cream. He'd start eating something savory instead okay. of sweet. And you would stop. You basically, your palate,
1: mm-hmm.
0: similar to what you said about the, the terpenes and stuff, is you actually... Your, your body will think it's not as full off of the sweets you're eating. Even though you're physically full. You're but because di- you switch the flavor? Yeah, yeah. Your, you are like your trick satiation, your satiation. Exactly. Your satiation levels will drop because your brain is resetting to like savory. Yeah. And then you can go back and eat the sweet. And it's not like overload. Yeah. yeah. He would do it in the show. He'd be like, can I get? He'd be just like disgustingly full. Yeah, But to finish the challenge, he'd be like... Can someone please get me, like, uh, some salty peanuts or, like, a plate of fries or something? Hmm. Yeah, I'll try to remember the name of the podcast. That's and then really we cool. we can put it up on the Instagram or something. But yeah. Yeah, so that, that makes sense. That would, that would pair yeah, with that. Yeah, it's right? a really cool system. Yeah. So,
1: like, people will make it themselves. And you make them into these, like, little plastic, little tiny tier-looking compartments of mm. this terpene oil. Yeah. And it's really oily. Wow. like hella oily yeah yeah. and then you just like put it a little bit of a you put a little bit of it on a paper towel and you just like put it under your nose and you wow. just smell it And it smells delicious that's incredible so you're just like smelling it smelling it and then you go and have a bong hoot again or have a joint and then it's like okay you Rally. get that feeling because like every stoner as much as we don't want to admit it every stoner will you're chasing that first hit of the day, right? <laughs> that first joint of the it's day. It's like caffeine, people who exactly. drink coffee. Exactly. It's, it's with everything, right? Yeah, yeah, Exactly. That first little buzz of a joint, yeah. man. And then <laughs> with smelling the terpenes, you're actually able to get that Interesting. to a level of like feeling of yeah, like, yeah. oh, this is kind of like my first joint of a day. Dang. So that's why you do it. Wow, I've never heard of any of that. Yeah. Same that's way amazing, that like man. people that are like tasting wine and stuff, yep. like the palate, way they like, like palate cleansers eat bread and, and like shit. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like they cleanse their palate. That's so. fascinating
0: because that's literally, it's all the same mechanism, but just different, like different applications, different systems, like the yeah. cabanoid system and stuff like that. It's, it's funny you say that too about how you can't get any higher because one of the say, like one of the reasons why. THC and psychedelics is is actually fairly safe for human consumption. Exactly, is because there's no toxicity levels.
1: There's no overdose. Yeah, you can't overdose. Nobody yeah. ever, and this is a yep. fact. Yep. I vouch for this. Yep. Nobody ever overdosed on THC. Yeah, exactly. Ever in history, yeah. Yeah. and trust me, people smack that shit. Oh yeah, Joe you Rogan always says I've tried. Exactly, <laughs> tried I've tried. Yeah, THC. it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. You'll puke. Going back to that greening out there. Or you'll just go to sleep or something, right? The thing is, is that I puke and then mm-hmm. I'm having the best time of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, like I'm terrified of puking because I'm huge mm-hmm. and puking for me is like a fucking yeah. marathon. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you, but I'll puke and then I'll feel great. Interesting. Yeah, so it's your body just Exactly. Yeah, like, just like you clean it out and yeah. then it's fine. But, uh,
0: yeah, that's, that's wild, man. I didn't know, literally didn't know any of that. Yeah. So what's the thing with like strains though? I've always wondered because, you know, I've never delved into the science of it and stuff or even just the like professional application. Cause you, you managed a store, right?
1: Yeah. There was like four of us managers. I was on the management team. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we like hired everybody and got everybody going. It was yeah, really yeah. cool. Yeah.
0: So the strains though, like what, what is a strain? Like when someone says like, Oh, this strain sativa indica. Yeah. Is it like it starts as a seed?
1: Yes. So basically like imagine that there's like different types of tomatoes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? There's different types of weed. Okay. So it's just like, it's still the same thing, but it's going to have different properties. Mm. And also the Indicas and Sativas look different when they're growing. Okay. You can recognize Indicas because Indicas will have that like much wider looking weed leaf yeah, yeah. where it almost looks like a hemp leaf, oh. but it is Indica. Yeah. And then Sativas is going to be your like classic... Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like when some things, like when you see a picture of a weed, okay, a yeah. weed leaf or something like that, it's gonna yeah. be a sativa leaf. The thin leaves, long okay. and thin, like on the flags. Like exactly, the flags yeah. Stuff, like yeah. the super like stereotypical weed, it's always a sativa leaf, mm-hmm. just because it looks more marketable. I guess yeah, I don't, don't know. Hmm. Um, <coughs> what are you asking me? Four twenty <laughs> <Just> episode, <laughs> man. <laughs> Just the
0: strains I've always yes. done. because, like, you hear about, you hear about like guys like dialing in, like they're like, oh, I've got this so dialed in and the THC. How would they do? Do you know how they would do
1: that? Yes, there are ways that certain strains will produce a certain amount of THC. Mm. Okay, so like, there's low yielding THC strains, there's mid, there's high, mm. and then if you go with a high yielding THC strain. For example, like Blue Dream. Blue Dream is one of the most famous strains out there. It's kind of like Pineapple Express. It's Mm -hmm. also a sativa dominant uh, hybrid. Mm -hmm. So Blue Dream is like, you can go really hard on Blue Dream. Really? And if you like make the growing, and growing them is like a fucking dot. It's like you have to be a doctor. Yeah, I've, like it's super yeah. easy to grow them, but to achieve that level of yeah, yeah. like expertise, yeah. it's like you have to be a scientist, basically. Well, there's
0: some guys like they just they di- like literally the term I've always heard is like dialing it in. Yeah, and they're yeah they're literally like, like you make scientists. They're like nerds about
1: it, and you like take care of it like it, like it's your it's a fucking kid, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally like you yeah. work on that thing yeah. a lot, yeah. and sure, you yield like an award winning cannabis strain. Really, and you smoke this stuff that's like. 30 28 to 32 percent thc which is a lot mm. and it just tastes wonderful it's cured perfectly <laughs> the terpenes are clear <laughs> right like it's just like everything's great it doesn't yeah. make you cough the oh, high isn't yeah. too intense and it lasts a long time yeah wow. so it's like there's all these things that you can achieve with making the conditions for the plant absolutely perfect mm. with the light settings with uh amount of water with uh uh nutrients you're giving mm-hmm. in like oh and there's like six or seven different ways of growing them like oh, different
0: really? traditions yeah,
1: yeah of growing them they
0: literally call them traditions of growing i believe so yeah oh, that's I, cool. I think
1: that's the technical term that's i could be wrong cool, yeah. but i think it is uh is
0: there like a one of the traditions is it like you always hear about like you know, the old guys, the old hippies are like, oh, I, the only thing touches this is like water and yeah, sunshine. Yeah, exactly.
1: And there's like yeah. certain way, because you have to trim them, right? Mm-hmm. The way that the plants work, like... Uh, is that
0: because like the leaves and then the buds grow as the leaf? So you trim the leaves and then the buds get to grow?
1: You're right on the point, brother. <laughs> You're right on point. Nice. That's exactly what it is, is that the the way that the plant works is that it sends most of its nutrients to the top of the plant. Oh, I didn't know that. So, and then what you do with it is you trim, like, the first first quarter of it or mm-hmm. a first third where the branches start. Mm-hmm. And you just trim them off so it doesn't send any food there. Okay. Because yeah. you trim it so it doesn't st- send stuff there and it sends it all to the top. Mm. And the top of the plant, which is, like, the... <laughs> it's, like, a eureka moment. Like, the top, you know, like, what I'm <laughs> trying to awesome, say? Like, yeah. zoom in on the top of a plant and do the... <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome. so it like when it like the flower unveils exactly like, yeah there it is <laughs> there, there it she is, is. Yeah. let
1: the boy walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i can feel it in my plums yeah <laughs> that's awesome man um but yeah so it's called the top cola oh and the top cola has like the highest concentration of thc wow. it's the it's like the best cut of a like best cut of a steak mm, yep. that's what a top cola is dang and then yeah. you never put the top cola stuff in the pre-rolls you sell it at a primo price oh. with like super nice like marketing on it <laughs> and you buy it and that's it's just delicious and it's so what are, you other, what
0: are the other cuts then like
1: there's the top the top like three cuts are always going to be the best because okay of, because they get the most nutrients so they're yeah. the healthiest wow they grew the most to their potential and then you'll use like the mid cut to like still put it into like this is what the like the manufacturers do in canada mm-hmm. like the guys that manufacture weed and then package it and sell it mm-hmm. um they'll put the mid stuff into like the their regular 10 bucks a gram type of stuff um and then the bottom part of the plant, with the least shitty stuff, with the most stems, oh, might yeah, have some yeah. seeds in there. Yeah. Uh, they just put it in pre rolls. It's like what they historically call like the skunk.
0: Basically, skunk, yeah. yeah,
1: it's skunk like uh, there's like a I, I don't know. Basically, leftovers. Okay, yeah. It's like yes, this stuff isn't that good. The buds yeah. are really small. Mm. They're not as they're not as dense. The trichome concentration isn't as high, so they just put it in pre rolls. Dang. And that's what pre-roll is So are there shape. people
0: who come and they're like, "Yes, yeah, son, can I get some of that skunk stuff? <laughs> can I get some of that discount weed?" All son? the time. <laughs> oh, really? No joke. All the time. Like, can I get? Hey, can I get your finest, cheapest stuff? Basically, oh, yeah. Really interesting. Can I get your
1: finest, highest THC, cheapest, moistest <laughs> stuff? Absolutely. yeah, they
0: want like because they have a
1: lot of that. Yeah, Damn, we that's don't. Funny. So if we someone didn't.
0: were to come in, if someone were to come in or say someone were to ask you. Uh, and they said like what like say someone who because there there is the phenomenon you probably found this like helping manage this this one of the first stores in Saskatchewan yeah people who come in because it's legal which I think is great I know a lot of people I know from the past who are like you know stoners or weed connoisseurs they're like oh yeah you know the new people coming in but I think it was great because it was like it just expanded the culture right yeah um what would you tell them to start with like what would be like a like the Philip protocol for your first so, forays into marijuana.
1: Yeah. So there's like a lot of things that would like come with this. It would be like, how old is the person I'm trying to recommend to? Mm, okay. Yeah. How old are they? So say like an example. A, like, an ad, like a
0: working class stiff adult, 30-ish year old.
1: Uh, Dude or a girl? Dude. Dude? Yeah. And this is like his first time trying weed? Yep. Probably like... And I could be completely wrong. Like, obviously, I would ask them, like, first thing I would, the way that I would, like, assess what you should get is I would ask you, what are you, when are you planning on smoking this? Mm. And you would say, like, I'm planning on smoking this when I'm, whatever, jerking off, watching Netflix, you know?
0: has that ever happened to you and no not the jerking <laughs> <Like> off <one. laughs> someone comes in and says that yeah hey man i
1: need some of that good jerking off stuff bro. It's like, yo bro yo i need that. i'm gonna go into a legal weed store <laughs> yeah. and buy.
0: no like that you're stereotypical say you're stereotypical like yeah, they just
1: want to do it they come home from work want to have a pop off, clean yeah. the dishes yep. and chill out for a bit yep. like i would definitely go with like a an indica dominant hybrid but like a really close split like a 60 40 indica dominant hybrid so like 60 percent indica 40 yeah. percent sativa and like basically the idea that i always say to people is start with a joint interesting don't start with bong grips don't start with mm. pipe hits because yes the high lasts way shorter mm. but the intensity of that high for oh. those first 20 minutes yeah. is way stronger from it's like a roller coaster because you take way too much right yeah yeah um and it also makes you fucking cough and if people are coughing and their throat is hurting yeah for sure on the first time it's not good yeah so yeah i would just suggest like like i said an indica dominant hybrid and like just like smoke from a joint and don't smoke too much mm. little puffs try not to make yourself cough mm. because like the coughing is a tricky one man like when yeah, you cough sure. a bunch yeah. after smoking and like you release all that like oxygen from your lungs it's weird. You get this dizziness from mm, coughing so much, sure. and then the weed hits. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a trippy one. Makes you feel uncomfortable. Makes right? you feel yeah, like yeah. light footed, too you much. Associate, yeah. Exactly, and it's like, oh, this is the weed making me feel like that. Yeah, but it's not, bro. You just like are going to fucking pass out. Yeah, you're just,
0: yeah. <laughs> so it, any kind of certain sh- like sh- you said indica, like I, I don't really know the terminology, but like obviously the strain, but maybe is there like a brand? Is there, like, like a a brand known as, like, oh, that's the beginner's weed? (laughs) um,
1: Not Not a brand, but you hear about, like... Like a strain.
0: Yeah, you hear, like, kush. You hear this. You hear that.
1: Yeah. Maybe, um, like, a nice, like, there's this uh, strain called WAPA. Mm. And it's an indica-dominant hybrid. Mm -hmm. And that would, like, go really good. And it's really famous because... Everybody that makes Wapa calls it WAPA. <laughs> with the thing now that's happening is like everybody's just coming up with all these names.
0: Which are dope. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Which
1: are dope. But like um yeah, WAPA would be a good one. There's also um there's one that's named after like this really famous weed activist in like nineteen thirties. Oh I like, think during it was, like Reefer Madness? Yeah, era? during Reefer Madness, yeah. He yeah. was like the biggest one. Um, one sec. I'm gonna try and weed strain named after.
0: If Philip can't find it, then our listeners can search it. Famous weed strain after political activist weed activist
1: from the '30s. Yeah, basically, I I believe it is the '30s. It must pop Jack Harer. Oh. Jack hair. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a sativa dominant hybrid strain of cannabis. It's been named Jack Hare in honor of his work. <laughs> I didn't know and it was man. originally created by Sensi seats, which is from California actually, which is pretty cool. Well, a
0: lot of this all goes back to California. Exactly. Well, that's where it all began, started, man. Yeah. 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 It's funny. The history of like, of THC use is as old as like they, they found, um, I think it was like China. It was like a five thousand year old pot. Yeah. Ha, pot. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking laying down the jokes. <laughs> um, yeah, it was like a ceremonial, <coughs> ceremonial vase or pot or whatever, and it had like they when they did the test for what was in it, it was like THC. There was like m- literally marijuana in there. Huh. And it's like five thousand years old. And so they
1: were like, smoking it.
0: Probably ceremonial or cooking. They're probably like it was like um, from from what I remember reading. It was like a religious site, like they were doing archaeology at. And obviously you can see why it would be involved. And same with like... Um, like psilocybin. Oh, psilocybin, yeah. I, I, I think, you know, you guys, if you're listening to this, our art is the stoned ape theory by Jimmy Figgs. Exactly. And that's, you know, I, I truly believe every single religion on earth started with
1: some form of like exactly thc or psychoactive, or psychoactive. Yeah. that's the right word yeah. something psychoactive yeah. that like yeah. made you see something that yeah. maybe is or isn't there exactly we don't yeah. know that's a healthy so ability. that's why we do drugs yeah people. <laughs> yeah <I was> actually <laughs> don't do <funny>. drugs kids <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: oh, um there was a uh, what's his name i think jim bukowski the author okay he has a i think it's him um he has a quote I actually read today before coming, and it was, um, "Reality is for people who aren't brave enough to do drugs or something like that." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> so good, but it um, is. like the uh, like like ganja. The term ganja is that Jamaican or is that I in, honestly don't from know. India?
1: Can you search it up?
0: Ganja, yeah, there's, because there's um, so
1: first weed strain. Not funny that you say that. Started in the Kush Valley.
0: Yeah, okay. They're was, the yeah.
1: oldest users of uh, yeah. THC.
0: I was just going to say, they like the term I'm thinking of, and maybe it's not ganja, or maybe it is. Yeah, they literally would.
1: like And hashish? Yeah. Hashish is like Middle Eastern, right? Hashish is basically... Um, the way that you do it is you grab weed leaves and buds, and you basically separate all the trichomes and all the terpenes from the bud itself. So there's yeah. none of it left. And then you press it. You press it and dry it. So it's pure THC itself in its own form, sticky. That's why it's always so sticky. Yeah, and it's, like, dark, right? Because of the oil in the terpenes. Oh, okay. That's what makes it sticky. So you're pressing the the bud? No. So when you're pressing the bud itself, that's called dabs. This pen, I'm smoking this pen, guys. It's just a disposable pen with some um, THC oil in there. And it vaporizes it. Mm. So basically, the way that you get this stuff is you press it. You put it in a hard press, Mm. and you squeeze the shit out of the bud. And then everything that comes out of it is the oil. Okay. But hashish. Or marijuana milk. Basically, marijuana (laughs) milk. Yeah.
0: It just got Um, weird. It just got weird here. It just got weird
1: here. (laughs) Jesus, Mark.
0: Um, but hash is a different yes,
1: process. There's different ways to do it. But one of the processes is you put it in this ice bath, really? all this stuff. Yeah. You put it in um ice bath and then all the trichomes separate from, because of the really cold water from the oh. bud and the leaves. Wow. It's a really good, most hash is made actually out of leaves because of the leftovers mm. the, and you can't smoke leaf. Yeah. Um, so it separates, they put it through these gauzes, these huge white gauzes, and um, you basically get left with this wet, gooey stuff, and then you dry wow, it and press Wow, that's it, crazy. You yeah. Cheese, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever smoked a cheese? Of course. It, yeah, you can it buy like, it in a store here now, too. Yeah, I've never tried hash. It's cheese, really yeah. different. It's much more mellower, but like, fuck, does it last for a long time? It's oh, delicious. Is it? It's so delicious. Yeah, wow. You smoke it out of a pipe. That's you can put Maybe it in a joint, but you waste.
0: Because I always, I was under the impression that it's like a fucking, like it's
1: like a rocket ship. It's really different. Like a lot of the weed that like people get fucked up nowadays is so modified to have a higher THC content, mm. and it's grown in like mass production type of yeah, stuff. Yeah. So like they really get it to a point yeah and it, in, it like hits different but it doesn't last long and it can be uncomfortable and obviously there's pesticides on it as much as they say there isn't there mm-hmm. is yeah, yeah. they have to keep them dry somehow for sure um yeah. and <sighs> what the fuck was going on about <laughs> hashish hashish yes yeah. <laughs> um so it's much 420 ladies, and gentlemen. <laughs> 420 ladies and gentlemen i've been smoking pretty much the whole time too so this might get worse <laughs> gradually. <laughs> yeah, it's like,
0: hey guys, I'm just staring at Philip. And
1: yeah. he's, he's nonverbal now. <laughs> That's the thing too. Is like, I never get like that. Like, it's funny. I feel like I got like I got the genes for smoking weed, bro. I got them
0: genes. I got son. them genes, bro.
1: <laughs> like, I just like I just only get the positive effects of it, except the munchies. It's nice, yeah. But like, I like I kind of enjoy it when I'm anxious with it because it's like I'm going through this and I know it's only because of this. Yeah. yeah. So it will pass because it always does. Yeah. It's only 15 minutes and you're yeah. fine.
0: Interesting. So like It's like training. It's like training for your body. Exactly. Mind, you know?
1: And every time I smoke it, I get so fucking energetic and I just want to go and do shit.
0: Mm, interesting. Always. Yeah.
1: So like um but hash yeah. you said it so it it's separates a It's much cleaner it's high. Mellow? Oh, interesting! It's a really clean high. It's almost the cleanest possible. Really, because there's nothing in it. It's pure trichome. There's no mm. plant matter. So, and when you burn it, it burns in this and it burns in this like really like gray white ash that mm-hmm. stays together. It doesn't fall apart wow. after you smoke it. Holy. And it doesn't like look like a cigarette ash or like a joint ash. It like stays looking solid after it's smoked that's crazy
0: yeah it's really cool so how come that never like why isn't that the main is it because it's such a labor-intensive process it's really
1: expensive Oh okay well sense. not yeah. really expensive but i mean you're paying for a gram of weed today at some places like three dollars uh a gram yeah <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> probably even less three dollars well i it's buy my ounces coffee. for 90 100 bucks yeah so how much is that a gram it's like 16 16 ounces to a gram i think
0: yeah if my imperial scale is right
1: no uh 28 ounces in a gram so 100 divided by 28 is what no idea five something yeah, yeah. um but so yeah, is really it like
0: <laughs> i always see when you just said that about like hash smokers are they like the like fine wine like oh Look at those people smoking normal <laughs> marijuana. Oh my God, they're so I fe- embarrassing.
1: I feel like hash people Heathens. aren't. <laughs> I feel like, and I apologize for what I'm about to say. It. If
0: any hash smokers out
1: there, no, not to hash smokers. I feel like dab, <laughs> dab people are like that. Dab? You Know what dabbing is? Uh, it's isn't it like It's an oil, right? It's it's basically oil, but it gets like dried, so it's like stays like caramel, oh. like really thin layer of caramel. Yeah. And you smoke th- smoke them out of like. Uh, they're called dab rigs it Mm -hmm. basically looks like a bong but at the instead of the bowl where you put the weed it's like a little like a nail it's called a nail that Mm -hmm. you heat up with a torch to like really red like red burning hot the steel little thing yeah and then you put your dab on it and you smoke it like that wow
0: yeah so it's like the equivalent of like the the like Millennial pour over coffee, basically. Like, oh, I only drink pour over coffee. I
1: only smoke dabs out of my handmade glass rigs. That's hilarious, man! And they make these rigs, and they're <gasps> like is they're so art pieces. Funny, yeah. They're beautiful. It's really awesome. And
0: humans are so funny, like that, eh? Yeah. So like,
1: there's these like hundred thousand dollar glass rigs for smoking dabs out of and shit.
0: Like, there's legit. bongs like
1: that too, but yeah, yeah. For dabs, it's like this real thing, and it's when like, did dabs start? Like, what's the what's? I honestly don't know much later because well maybe not i really don't know with the whole rig like that and the whole setup like that i don't know that's funny
0: that's where the dab is that where the dab comes from no no i'm right now folks i'm doing the dab with the hands. he
1: is unfortunately doing the dab right now
0: (laughs) (laughs) the thing that was popular like 15 years ago yes i remember (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) like the kids the kids who are doing it are like 30 now Like then when they were like, yeah, these thirteen-year-olds are doing they the dab dance. They own houses now. Dab yeah. dance, yeah, they're like parents now <laughs> yeah. and shit.
1: Um, but yeah, that's basically where. That's kind of how I feel like the dab people sometimes can be is like a bit pretentious with their shit. That's funny. man. It's delicious. Yeah, it makes yeah. you cough like crazy because it's so hot. Yeah. But scientifically, so where would you
0: group that. Where would you group the hashish smokers? If the dabbers I don't are like, know, like the, the fucking like, laterals, weed smokers, and the like hipsters, if dabs are hipsters, yeah. What are what
1: hashish? Are... Like a person that's in between like 46 and 53, <laughs> they uh, they probably drive a truck for so a living. Specific? And um, this is hashish smokers? Yes. Driving a truck? They drive a truck. They love trucks. <laughs> <That's fine>.
0: <laughs> See, <laughs> I would think for me, hashish, if the dab are like the hipsters, yeah, hashish would be like the like. Intellectuals with round glasses and black shirts. No, like, I only smoke shish. <laughs> I read it. In I could see that. Yeah, Siddhartha. And... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's go back a bit to ganja. Yes, is one of the oldest and most commonly used synonyms for marijuana in the English language. Its usage in English dates back to 1689. Which is interesting because I would assume that that's probably when like the um, East India Company was really blown up in India. Like when the Brits went in and basically forced India to be like a vassal corporate state. Mm -hmm. Um, Ganja is borrowed from Hindi, a name name for cannabis. So ganja is a name for cannabis. Borrowed from Hindi, which is derived from Sanskrit ganja, referring to a powerful preparation from cannabis sativa. Wow, the word itself.
1: Yeah, it's been called cannabis sativa for like a shitload yeah, of time. Yeah, the
0: word was used in Europe as early as 1856 mm-hmm. when the British enacted a tax on the ganja trade. That's amazing. Yeah, man. One academic source places the date of introduction of ganja in Jamaica in, at 1845, probably to North like North America, quote Yeah. Unquote. The term came with 19th century workers whose descendants are now known as Indo-Jamaicans. Man, Damn. that's wild, so ancient. An- ganja well, not a- ancient, yeah. but yeah. But before that, a Hindi, because... Um,
1: well, at the Hindu hit, Valley, the it hind, was yeah. like... And hash was one of the first things they figured out how to do. They loved smoking hash man. there. That's what they would make yeah. out of it, was yeah. hash. Humans, yeah, always, man. We always, and you put them in these like beautiful wooden pipes. I have a wooden pipe. Uh, maybe I'll post it on their Instagram later so that everybody <laughs> can awesome, see it. Yeah. It's a uh, wooden pipe from Shire, uh, like, like from Lord of the, Lord the, Rings. Of the Rings. Yeah, like an, it's like, like a like yeah like a big long pipe it's like this big and it came in a case and shit that like man it's fucking like gandalf's pipe like it's i don't know if it is gandalf's pipe but it is shire pipes it's called
0: that is so fucking
1: cool i don't know if it's gandalf's pipe i don't think so uh we can check that though uh but yeah like you put some a little bit of hashish in there and then it just like puffs and smokes for so long (laughs) and so nice (laughs) Yeah. yeah Um, how do you feel? We take a little sure. break, yep. go f- refill on the doobage. Sure. Awesome. Uh, talk to you guys literally immediately. And we're back.
0: Yeah, so I think we left off with making, not making fun of, but like talking about dab. I was saying dabbers are like the hipsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're saying the hash smokers are the truckers?
1: Yeah, 46 <laughs> to 53, I believe. That's yeah. So funny, man. I not why is, I find man. that so funny. I, yeah, always think I don't the know hash is the oldest though. way of smoking yeah yeah
0: i it, hashish i think of when i hear the term hashish i think of like the mystical like smoke-filled room yeah with like, like middle eastern beads and
1: stuff aladdin yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah aladdin's like i would i would show you a whole new world but i'm high as fuck
1: <laughs> yeah this is sheesh though bro i have a flying car <laughs> <like, "No>, bro <laughs> is this real she's like
0: and, uh, Jasmine's no, like, you're no, on you're... the ground, <laughs> She's Aladdin. Like, you're on my couch,
1: son. <laughs> There's no genie. <laughs> Will Smith is not here. So, I've been talking to this blue, blue genie. That's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so what? So and then what? what you were saying? Something about um, the what was it? The highest content they wanted. People just wanted the highest content. Yeah,
1: basically, like people would come in and like only wanted to buy the cheapest, highest THC. (laughs) So So it was like, after a point, like it just kind of became like, I just felt like I was like working at a regular retail store. Like all my passion that I had for it. And I was like so happy that we were doing this. I felt like I still was a part of like something. Like the leading edge. Kind of like a historic thing. It's like kind of like that stereotypical, I'm going to tell my grandchildren about that. You know, like, oh, you know, when this shit became legal,
0: I was there. Well, you know, Canada is uh, only a handful of first world countries that have fully legalized marijuana. Yeah, like it's... U- Europe and um, Canada and...
1: There's nowhere in Europe, man.
0: Well, like Holland doesn't? It's just Amsterdam. Oh, really? Just Amsterdam? It's just
1: Amsterdam themselves. And like France and Britain don't have? No. Really? It's all still Dude, illegal. Portugal. Portugal, Portugal has... had all of their stuff, decri- like all the drugs decriminalized yeah. in like early 2000s. And then it like really backfired on them recently. Oh, so I'm pretty sure they put some restrictions back on. Okay. I don't know about yeah, uh, weed yeah. itself, but I know that they did put restrictions back on. So
0: Canada is really cutting edge with...
1: One of the first ones, yeah. Like it's uh, fully decriminalized in uh, Jerusalem. Really? Yeah. Am I it is israel jerusalem is in israel, is in yeah. israel. i don't yeah. know if it's all of israel
0: i believe mm. so just like municipalities certainly yeah
1: but i'm it i kind of thinking it's all of israel they were the first ones really? they were the first oh. ones and they were like top leading edge in like using cannabis for medicinal purposes and mm. stuff they were using yeah, it yeah. to treat a bunch of different stuff Wow. For a long time, so like when Canada went went into legalization, they learned a lot from Israel. Wow, jeez! They studied Holy. their stuff, and like, uh, I'm pretty sure like uh, Israeli, uh, like whatever experts came in and like helped set up the, wow, um, like the infrastructure for yeah, it yeah. and how it's gonna have Damn. to work, Holy. and how to put the restrictions and regulations on the manufacturers and mm. stuff like that.
0: So is Canada the? First- Like, one of the first large, quote-unquote large, large countries to have fully legalized marijuana?
1: I don't want to eat my own foot, but I think so. Jeez, wow. I really do think so. That's crazy. Should we check this? Yeah, probably. Just Google it. Fact check, yeah. We're just like... Pull it up,
0: Jamie. Bro, like, bro science, but we're bro-politicking. Countries where marijuana is legal?
1: First countries to legalize whatever... Cannabis fully, or you should put cannabis though.
0: Why is that? What's the difference?
1: Just like when you put marijuana, it doesn't like it because it's not used in the. It's a like it's almost considered like a derogatory term. Marijuana's. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Why is that? Just because it was like used by Mexican immigrants when they first came, and it was used in the propaganda against them, and it was like these super racist commercials about mexicans oh, and marijuana, like marijuana smokers yeah. so because it's not a real name for the plant so it's cannabis it's,
0: cannabis is the more
1: cannabis is the real... so i see
0: a map actually and yeah man i think it's literally so for full legalization i'm quite proud of our country right now so canada mexico full legalization yeah um Smatterings of states that have made it legal, but for a country, Canada, yeah, like Mexico, California and
1: Nevada.
0: <clears throat> I think maybe Uruguay or Paraguay, the country directly south be. of Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uruguay or Paraguay, South Africa. Mm hmm. surprise Really? Yeah. Uh, looks like maybe Malta and Israel. Malta.
1: It is Malta. Yes. Malta and Israel. That's it. Yeah, exactly.
0: Man, legit. Oh, and uh, it looks like. Um, a small little island country in like Micronesia. Hmm. So like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven countries in and the whole Canada, world. Canada, Yeah, bro, I did not know that. Yeah, it's I huge. Was today, days old.
1: Yeah, that's
0: uh, that's amazing. Actually, it is. So you were really. It was part like of a. Of it the... was.
1: It felt like a really part of like something bigger. You yeah, know? yeah. And like I was saying, like two months in, and it, it was just like, wow, this is just like any other retail store.
0: Interesting. Because that's what it was. So people right away normalized, normalized, like, this amazing, this amazing substance that has been used forever. Yeah. And right away, within a couple months, they were like, yo, bro, something that can get me fucked
1: up. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Wow. And, like, sure, there was, like, like, maybe 10% of the people that came in actually cared and were, like, I shouldn't say cared. That's like a pretentious thing to say. They were into it. They were like somewhat of a connoisseur or like trying to be one. Yeah, yeah. They would like actually ask questions and I would get to like display the stuff that I know. Mm. But most of the time it was like, what do you want? This one? They were like, how much is it? It's this much. How much do you see? This much? Okay. Ring them through. Next, 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 next,
0: next. It's kind of like that phenomenon of like 10% beer, like 7% beer. That's cheap. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Whatever. That's what you get, yeah, because it gets you fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so that kind of, like, put a different note on it. Yeah. Just the retail space. Everything else is still really cool. Yeah. Just the retail space, so it became very retail-y fast. Mm, yeah, well, you know what I mean? They wanted to, like, yeah, maximize profits. It went to, like, corporations, and they were going public, and, and mm, it was just, yeah, like, the whole it was a business. Room. Yeah. It wasn't, it's it it straight away from the culture. Mm-hmm massively in my opinion it's getting back there it, it really is mm.
0: it's kind of like come back the pendulum has swung back from the rush of they're learning making money off of it they're
1: learning they thought that this like super posh way of making it look and like making it look like a super fancy shoe store yeah is going to like be more attractive than a regular looking mom and pop shop you know like that sells weed <laughs> yeah and it's the other way actually
0: yeah it's like the first time i walked into a the bc like British Columbia cannabis store. I was like, wow, this looks like an Apple store. Yeah, exactly. iPhone cases. There's a bunch
1: of iPads and shit like that. And like, I don't know. And it's cool. I go there all the time and Mm -hmm. I go in and I use the iPads. It's awesome. You get Mm -hmm. to see the prices. It's simple to use. It's great. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I don't know. I'm mixed on it. (laughs) I love the, I love the accessibility of it, but yeah, I definitely changed. Interesting. But there's way more weed smokers now. And you can smoke it on the streets.
0: Yeah. People, Yeah, and that's the thing is like.
1: You know, and I'm not complaining. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. At all. This is awesome. Yeah. The fact that I can just go to a weed store Mm -hmm. right next to my grocery store (laughs) and buy weed. Yeah. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. The culture definitely has expanded because like I said, a bunch of people who never even tried it before, you know, tried it and that's good because, you know, I truly believe. Those substances, you know, like you could group it into like THC, psilocybin, that yeah. kind of stuff is, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like the leading edge of new age medicines, not new age, like woo woo, but literally like I was reading this one, um, about the kind of emerging field of psychedelic, like legal psychedelic therapy and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, it's happening. It's Old happening on the island, man. Yeah, Rick yeah. Doblin with MAPS and MAPS Canada.
0: Yeah. Um They were saying, like, they think that, and I think Rick Doblin has even said before, too, for MAPS, M-A-P-S, that he thinks the, like, like psychiatric, I guess, psychiatric drugs of the future will be psilocybin-based, not pharmaceutical-based. And for me, that's like, bro, that is amazing to hear.
1: The only reason it didn't happen yet is because the big pharmaceuticals didn't figure out a way to make money Mm -hmm. off of it. Yeah. As soon as they are like, yeah, we can make money on this, they're going to start doing it. Because yeah. it's really cheap to make.
0: Oh, yeah. you will. yeah, you grow You
1: can make a, a shitload minerals. of it yeah, yeah. with like 80% less resources than to make pills. Yeah. So as soon as they figure out a way that they can actually make money with it, it'll yeah. happen instantly. Same way that the wheat stuff did.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. They
1: figured it out and then it was a bam, yeah. 40 stores in the province. <laughs> yeah. And then BC has endless amount. Yeah just this our little town has like four
0: yeah well it's funny because like today's 420 and then we were talking at work (coughs) yesterday april 19th was bicycle day they call it yeah yeah, yeah. it's funny you said about this pharmaceuticals because so april 19th bicycle day was when the scientist albert hoffman albie hoffman they call him yeah i think he it was in the 40s shout out to albie (laughs) (laughs) maybe 43 i think it was so he was working for a pharmaceutical company named sandoz and so what it is, is quote unquote, the world's first LSD trip. And he was working for Sandoz Pharmaceuticals mm-hmm. and they were trying to synthesize some kind of substance from like a ergot, yeah. from like an fu- ergot fungus. And it was some kind of like plant or something. And they were trying to use it for whatever, fungus, yeah, fungus whatever purpose mushroom, yeah. that they were paying him through Sandoz Pharmaceuticals to synthesize this substance. And then he created lysergic acid. It's like diethylamide, I think LSD. And he didn't really. They didn't really think anything of it. They looked at the profile. They're like, "Oh, it looks close to serotonin." They're like, "We don't really know what this is." And I guess he had put it aside for years. Okay. And then he brought it out again to look at it, and he accidentally spilt some on his on his like arm or something. Mm-hmm. His hand. He was handling it, and he went home, and he was <laughs> riding home on his bike. I think this is in Europe somewhere riding home on his bike and he starts tripping literally the world's first LSD trip. Wow. And he's like, he got home and he says like, Oh, I, I felt this like kind of pleasant effect. It was like intensely introspective. Yeah. And then he tried it again a couple days, I think it was later. So after the, it was like April 16th, 17, 18, 19, 1943, I think it was. And, um, he tried it again, but he took an actual dose. He's like, okay, I spilled some of this stuff on my, my wrist. Yeah. So I'm gonna try an actual dose. I think it was like 250 micrograms.
1: Whoa!
0: So he like, and this is someone who does like. This is the first time ever.
1: You don't even know what. So to he had
0: no literature. He didn't have anyone telling him. He was he takes it and he starts tripping hard. Yeah. His own account. He's like, I thought I was going insane. I thought my neighbor was a witch. And he's like, <laughs> but after that he came, he calmed down, and then he started having like an actual like introspective trip, and he saw like the kaleidoscopes and everything. So it's kind of interesting that, like, April 19th and April 20th yeah. are these, like, dates that are celebrated now for, you know, psychedelics and, and THC and whatnot. It's it, I find it really, really neat, right? It is. And it's but, funny
1: how it's, like, a day after, hey?
0: Yeah. But it's funny about what you said with the pharmaceuticals because it's, like, literally he was working for a pharmaceutical company. And they were trying to synthesize something from plants. Yeah. Which he created LSD. Huh.
1: Plants again yeah it's all plant plant, plant plants are just endless hey same thing with the dmt man yeah
0: yeah it's like um i think it was dennis dennis mckenna Terrence mckenna's brother Mm -hmm. i think he wrote a book called so dennis mckenna is a phd in ethnobotany or something like that yeah and uh he wrote i think it's called the tryptamine palace okay tryptamine like dmt dimethyltryptamine and about how our whole biosphere is just like oozing with tryptamines Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, we also have receptors for DMT same yeah. way we do for cannabinoid. Yeah. Well,
0: um like for um, psilocybin and LSD and I think a tryptamine as well is they they are like cousins to serotonin. Huh. So your body, so I think one of the reasons why like dimethyltryptamine why your body in smoked form why it why you know it's like a 10 15 minute high is because your body can absorb it as if it's serotonin. I think it was. Yeah. There's something to do with the serotonin receptors and and psychedelic substances. Hmm. So it's like our body is primed, and our and our serotonin receptors are. It's like we primed evolved to bond. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like we evolved <clears throat> for it to be there. Yeah. For yeah. a purpose.
0: Our like endocrine system is, for for humans is like, primed, to be able to take in these psychedelic substances. Exactly. Like primed. Yeah.
1: And like how.
0: And why. I know. it's well, I mean, yeah, maybe like you know the stone ape theory, which i don 't know how much scientific backing it is, but I would assume there's probably speculation of like maybe coevolution, like maybe some of these substances will trip to me it though. was the
1: reason we started evolving,
0: yeah, yeah, like the stone ape theory is like the reason we had this explosion, I think it was like fifty sixty thousand years ago, or something when we became quote unquote homo sapiens. Our cranial size like tripled in like yeah, exactly. a very short evolutionary time, and
1: that's the exact part that it affects.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they're thinking maybe like you know uh, early hominids for thousands of years when they were foraging for food, yeah, had been eating fungus with like psilocybin or you know this ergot or whatever. Yeah, right. <clears throat> but um, with with Dennis McKenna, who's Terrence McKenna's younger brother, lives in Canada. I think mm-hmm. I was saying he's a UBC professor, which yeah, is cool. Yeah. This book, the the tryptamine palace, is we have because our whole biosphere is oozing with this tryptamine. Um, it's in plants and grass and everything. Mm-hmm. We evolved with a with a um, an inhibitor in our gut, so that's why in smoked form it's only yeah. like a ten minute high. Whereas for longer lasting for DMT trips, like down in in Brazil and the Amazon, where I think it's legal to ingest uh, ayahuasca, it is yeah they brew a vine that's like a really potent dimethyltryptamine DMT vine. Yeah. They brew it with a vine that is actually acts as an inhibitor to our gut. And this is like a 5000-year-old brew that these shamans and
1: Wow. Yeah,
0: so it's like somewhere along the line they figured out in the in the Amazon jungle that has literally millions and millions of different plants, different species, everything. They found a way to brew this concoction that can give you like life-changing, paradigm-shifting trips spirit journeys like in the traditional sh- yeah. shamanic sense <clears throat> and um they, they found a way to found a potent dmt vine and an inhibitor because our gut otherwise we'd be tripping all the time on on tryptamines yeah right so we have an inhibitor it's, and that's like um yeah i think that's actually what it's called it's just like a, a tryptamine inhibitor so anyways, in this book he talks about it and i'm like wow that is to me that is just so beyond fascinating right
1: it's crazy yep yeah. Five thousand years ago.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think the um
1: man.
0: I think the brewing and drinking of ayahuasca is like It predates a lot of like like written I think it's when they went. Like, That's crazy. When even they when
1: f- you even when you go back to like ancient Greeks, mm-hmm. like all of their like um rituals that they had yeah, were involved like the, with wine orc, mixed with yeah, psilocybin. and exactly yep. that's what they would see the oracles they would yep. like drink this wine mm-hmm.
0: i think they call it like, the andalusian mysteries or something like yeah, that. yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: and like adonis's night and stuff like that yeah. and that's what they would like
0: drink it on yeah well that one book the uh i think they call it the immortality key it's like the, okay. the romanian he's a romanian he's got a romanian last name he was on joe rogan's podcast like two years ago and um he did a big... He took, like, 12 years and found pottery and, like, all the... Yeah. That's I mean, where, I learned, yeah, he That's where I learned this. Yeah, That's where I learned this, yeah. I think it's called the Immortality Key. And then it's, like, the world's lost religion or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. He talks about that, but... And the, they, like, found... Yeah, he found, like, pottery...
1: And, like, leftovers with, of yeah. psilocybin, and they're yeah. mixed with this, like, special red wine, wine that they yeah. and make. And,
0: like, there were terms in ancient Greek of, like, wine wasn't just... Like an alcoholic drink. It was exactly like what they called it was like a mixture of that ergot and the one the one um uh god or something he talks about, which is like involved with this ergot trip in essence. Mm-hmm. It was like triptolemas or something. <laughs> okay. And like in the one Joe Rogan podcast, he was like, Oh, what a great name for a a god that visits you in a trip. It's like a psychedelic trip. <laughs> it's trip- <is> tryptolomus. <laughs> tryptolomus? And it's like a, a dragon or something too. It's nice. like, it's so psychedelic. Yeah. The way he describes it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's so convincing to me, right? <laughs> so really, yeah, humans is, and like what you're saying about the the THC and the, the cannabinoid receptors and stuff like that is like, yeah. You, it, yeah, you get full and then you can even reset it and stuff. So it's like yeah. really in our endocrine system.
1: It's just like made to be intake <laughs> taken in yeah. yeah yeah maybe
0: it'd be cool to like look that up co-evolution of you know psychedelic or, or thc substances and stuff like that yeah what were you saying too a while back about the um the tar- what are they tar- tarpenes tarpenes yeah and you're yeah. saying that they're also flavor profile But it's not,
1: it doesn't even, THC doesn't even matter per se. What were you saying about that? Basically, like it matters, but like the way that the THC is tested for is like not necessarily a true test of how much THC is in there. Mm. Because a lot of it is hidden in the terpene profile. Mm. And the terpene profile, uh, the way that it mixes, it's the way that it's going to affect you. Mm. because like the different terpenes activate different cannabinoid receptors in different ways oh okay so like if you get the right terpene profile that hits hard and lasts long then you make that terpene profile and naturally thc will be high but nowadays what happens is that they don't focus on developing the terpene profile Mm. they just develop on focusing uh they just uh focus on developing the THC like strength. Oh, so like technically yes, the weed is stronger, but lower quality.
0: So it's just like straight rocket ship versus like the effect. Exactly. And the okay, yeah. And wow. the
1: taste and um, the aftertaste and the afterglow after you peak and you come down and Damn, you like interesting. Wow. and how long it's gonna last and how hard you're gonna crash. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's all affected by it. Yeah. So wow. it's like. Like Wiz Khalifa has his own strain and he made this perfect terpene profile, uh, that suits him really well. And it's all he smokes. (laughs) He only (laughs) ever smokes one strain and it's his own Yeah, because like he developed a terpene profile that fits really well with his body. It does exactly what he wants out of it because different weeds will like, man, it's like different games. Mm-hmm. like one strain and the other can be two completely different things. Yeah. Wow. It's like, it's not like just smoking a joint.
0: Yeah. I, I didn't know any of that, man. Mm-hmm. What's that? What, how do you feel about like oils and stuff? Cause I know like edibles are really popular now. So
1: Yeah. Edibles are really popular. Edibles are really cool because when you smoke stuff, most of your, uh, cannabinoid receptors that get activated are in your lungs and in your like, um, like the throat and the breathing whatever the fucking system is from your mm-hmm. mouth to yeah. mouth. Your nose. <laughs> yeah, your nose, yeah. And I'm your, your brain. doctor, but I think you need <laughs> yeah, breathe through exactly. your nose. I'm your a mouth. doctor, guy Yeah. <laughs> um and the uh, cannabinoid receptors in your brain get more activated. Like your then... circulatory, like exactly, circulatory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And when you do edibles, all of it goes through your gut, kidneys, and liver,
0: okay, which that's
1: are full yeah. of cannabinoid receptors. Oh, so that's why when you hear people saying like, "Man, I was blasted off of those edibles. Like yeah. I was fucked for so long," <laughs> is because you activate like this way, like higher amount of cannabinoid receptors at once oh. with the edible. And like half of your body is reacting to it. Mm -hmm. And that's why it lasts for six hours, (laughs) like five, six hours. You're going to be feeling effects of it. And it takes like 45 minutes to kick in. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: So why, have you ever heard why, I guess we kind of talked about it. We don't know, but like, why does our body, what, what do cannabinoid, cannabinoid receptors do when they're not just taking in THC and cannabis? Like what? What would be the biological reason we'd have that, or is it like that we were saying maybe there was like a co-evolutionary?
1: That's really interesting. (laughs) Uh, That's a really good question. Yeah, I'm gonna Google that. How did you word that? What do
0: basically besides taking in cannabis, what do cannabinoid receptors do? Like, why does our body? Is it maybe because like does THC and cannabis cannabinoids? Does it only exist in the THC plant or is THC in a bunch of other things like grass and leaves and all that? Because that would make sense if we eat like as arm- omnivores. Yeah. We would have. We
1: would well, I'm sure there having... like other, because there's like different families of well, technically cannabis plant is the cannabis plant. Then there's the hemp plant, which is also like mm. a relative of that, but it has a really low amount of THC. Oh, okay. it's actually higher in CBD than it is in THC. You oh, never even mentioned CBD, <laughs> yes, CBD's like which the... is this completely other like molecule that also goes through your cannabinoid receptors. Oh, maybe that, But maybe that's it then. But CBD has no psychoactive effects. Mm-hmm. So like you can smoke a joint of pure CBD stuff and you're yeah. not going to feel high. Yeah, your body is going like... to feel real light. But... Yeah.
0: It's like the big claims of CBD was like the, um, anti inflammation and like, anxiety and sleeping and stuff, right? But you're not getting blasted. You're not getting high.
1: Yeah. Man, I'm so glad we Googled this. Cannabinoid receptors located throughout the body are a part of an endocannabinoid system, which is involved in a variety of psychological processes, including appetite, pain sensation, mood, and memory.
0: Wow, interesting.
1: Holy. So they do a lot of work. That's why when you activate them, you feel this sensation of being high. Yeah, yeah. It's because, like, everything's affected by it. Yeah, wow that's really cool.
0: That's kind of part and parcel of what I was saying about like the the LSD molecule and psilocybin molecule. And then other cousins of it is like, it's almost, you know, when you see like biochemistry and it's got the little, you know, little stems that come out and it's like, you see like the molecule and they map it almost. Yeah. In essence, the, the ones I know with LSD and and psilocybin are very similar to what a serotonin molecule looks like. Mm -hmm. So it's like, when your when your receptors take those in, yeah, part of that trip really is yeah your
1: body D H C molecule looks like that too. Yeah, it's really really similar to the yeah, serotonin Yeah, it's bonding, it bonds, and yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: That's kind of like vitamin D. Vitamin D is actually a hormone. It's not a it's not a vitamin in essence. It's actually technically a hormone, and its uh, biochemical like markers look very similar. It's like a cousin to a steroidal. Really? yeah because it's growth it helps with like skin growth bone um organs healthy organs and stuff like that right yeah bone density people who
1: yeah that's where vitamin d super important yeah hey. yeah,
0: yeah yeah super important because bone density you need to get that vitamin d mood too right like seasonal yeah. affective disorder because it's it's a cousin it's very similar in profile to a like uh not anabolic steroid but a steroid which just means like some kind of like growth hormone right? yeah, yeah yeah so yeah.
1: Something that lifts you up.
0: Mother Nature's a mad scientist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Fucking, we're stupid. Can I you know. imagine if we had, like, somebody who, like, actually knows what they're talking about? Instead of just
0: bro science? They just, like, would
1: just be blowing our minds. Stuff we've read here and there. We're trying to cobble exactly together. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah, let's have a podcast, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. Did you <laughs> want to land this plane? Let's land the plane, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
0: feeling good was a good um, how long did we do
1: we did like an hour and 16 minutes nice
0: yeah, yeah. wow But i think i feel like we barely scratched the surface with this we one. did
1: we did we got to wait yeah. for another 420 for to uh, reopen <laughs> it awesome. yeah um that's yeah, awesome dude. happy 420 guys yeah
0: yeah thanks for your, your knowledge man it was yeah. cool hearing you talk about all the experiences and stuff thank you, you know. thank yeah. you yeah cool. it was pretty
1: fun man yeah um all right dude thanks guys for listening Let us know what you guys think at the Conscious Shape podcast on Instagram. Peace.